Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to DraftKings Network. Ortiz finds it off center field. Damon run into the plate, and he can keep on running to New York. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. I can't circle. I don't have my telestrator today, but here comes a pizza. See it? This is our fucking city. And nobody gonna dictate our freedom. Stay strong. Welcome back to the Neighbors Active Podcast, America's most beloved podcast, the most downloaded Red Sox podcast in the world. And holy fucking shit, Tyler! <laughs> Let's go! The Boston Red Sox, excuse me, the Boston Yellow Sox Thank have you. swept the best team in baseball. They it, Okay, so what? I'll assume me it's a fucking two-game series. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's a two-game series. It's still a sweep. They went in there. They played two. And they won one more time. Again. They fucking played two baseball games. And they won two baseball games. Jake, is that a sweep? That's a sweep. That's a fucking sweep. Suck on it. The Boston Red Sox were down tonight. They were down three to nothing. Three to nothing after Bayo gives up a bomb to Ozzy Albies. The Red Sox said, hang on one fucking second. We're going to hit not one home run. We're going to hit two. One more time. We're going to hit two fucking home runs. And then we're going to have old man Justin Turner come to the plate and hit a fucking two-run double with his big-ass balls. Knocking a two-run double with his scrotum. One run is in. Two runs are in. The Red Sox take a 4-3 to three lead. And then what happens? Oh, oh, trade rumors. Trade rumors. One more time. Trade rumors are saying, oh, Adam Duvall back to the Braves. Oh, we want Adam Duvall back. Hey, before you get him back, hey, watch this. He's going to hit another fucking home run off you guys. Suck on it. It It was a big-time insurance run. Then you got Kenley Jansen. Remember Kenley Jansen? He was the closer of the Braves last year. We throw him out there. Fucking there you go. Three outs. Another save. 23 on the year. Sounds right. It sounds right to me, too. That's 23 saves for Kenley Jansen. And the Red Sox win a baseball game. And I want to say, I want to say this is uh, a season high, eight games over 500. Season high, eight games over 500, 22nd save for Kenley Jansen. 22nd save for Kenley Jansen. Eight games over 500 for the Boston Red Sox, a season high. They just swept the Atlanta Braves at home. We're less than a week away from the trade deadline. Heim said reinforcements are a coming in the form of trade. And then after that, Trevor Story's coming. Chris Sale's coming. Garrett Whitlock's coming. 
Tanner Houck is coming. We already got John Schreiber back. This team, this team, it's we're in now we go mode right now. We are in now we go mode. And it feels good. They, they've what, uh, 14 of 19, right? Yep. 14. Best record in July. Best record in fucking Major League Baseball. And people will sit back and say, oh, what kind of teams are they beating? Oh, they must just be playing the weak part of the schedule. They just wiped their ass with the team that has a 25% chance to win the World Series before the playoffs even start. That's what the Boston Red Sox just did to improve to 21 and four when they wear the yellow City Connect jerseys. Wow. Wow. You didn't do it against bums either. You faced no. Charlie Morton in game one, Spencer Strider in game two, who was mm-hmm. absolutely shoving until Devers mm-hmm. hit that golfer of a home run. Mm-hmm. But that's how you show up and you make noise. You've won three out of four. Three out of four series coming out of the All-Star break. Heim Bloom challenged you. It, they were careful. You saw Sam Kennedy's comments a week ago. We talked about him on this podcast. It was very reserved and laid back. Like, we're going to kind of see where this takes us. We don't want to commit to one direction or not. They forced their hand. There's no way you can't look at what they did and say, all right, they don't deserve some help. Let's give them at least some kind of raft. And I think Bloom's comments about what they're looking for. It's not just like, oh, here's a little, here's some kibble, nibble on that. No, we're looking for a legit piece that's going to be here for a couple years. That's what we've been asking for. That's what we've been begging for. Everything's turning up Red Sox right now. Everything's turning up Red Sox. Jake, how do you feel right now? Feel great. I mean, as far as sweeps go, that's pretty much as easy as they come. It was pretty easy. It was pretty easy. It felt nice. Um... It it was one of those series that going into it, you're happy. You're delighted with a split. Delighted. Um, I think. I, I what did I say? We were did I say we were gonna win the first one, and lose the second one? Um, I think you had them losing the Pavetta, winning the Bayo, right? Uh, I can't remember. It would make more sense if I had them winning the Pavetta, losing the Bayo, just because of Strider. Like, I knew he was going to come in here and shove it up our ass, and he did. Like, make no mistake about it. Like, Strider was great. I mean, the home run that Rafael Devers hit was, like, pitch was down by his ankles, and he just golfed it. Uh, the Red Sox the- took his soul by the end, though. You saw that head oh, down yeah. in the dugout. Oh, my God. Yeah, That's yeah, what this yeah. Red Sox offense does to people now. Yeah. Yeah, like he was just not happy to be there at that point. Um, It was great. It was as a baseball fan. There are several times over the course of a season where your favorite team will be playing a baseball game and something really frustrating will happen or it'll be a game where you're watching it. and You're like, well, this one's over. You don't want to say it out loud, but you'll be like, well, this game's fucking over and going down three nothing to the Braves with Strider on the mound who is just carving you up and you you're thinking to yourself well this one's this yeah, I don't want to say it's over but like it's getting late quick like the game was the game was in the 6th inning in like fucking 20 minutes it was 20 minutes into the game it was the fucking middle of the 6th so i'm like man you know this is a guy that uh when he strikes out a lot of batters uh, that obviously bumps up the pitch count 
takes a lot of pitches to strike out our ass that many times. Uh, so I was, I was just like, please just get into this bullpen. Can we get into the bullpen a little bit? Then you have the Rafi homer. I'm like, all right, okay, that's something. That's something. I mean, it's so, yeah, like the Albies home run, it sucks. Like it sucks because Bayo has one mistake pitch to Albies. It it, it results in three runs, like a three run homer is such a big blow in a, in a tightly contested game. When you're, when you're goose eggs, you're matching each other, goose egg for goose egg going into the sixth or whatever it was. Uh, And then Albies leaves the building. You're sitting there thinking, fuck, fuck, because first of all, you don't want to have a conversation with yourself about the Bayo home run thing. Like, I'm not trying to speak that into. And luckily, it was just the one. It was just the one. And I'm fine with that. It is what it is. Fine. Whatever. Um, But Spencer Strider was on one. The Raffy home run, even though I was excited about it, you watch it back and you're like, that wasn't a mistake pitch <laughs> like that like that you got to give credit to Rafi for golfing it out of there but like it's not like Spencer Strider is tiring and he left a heater middle middle that Rafi just crushed the fact that he hit that home run uh that pitch for a home run was a miracle in its own right uh he did leave one up to Casas like that one was in a no-no zone to Tristan Casas who I love the fact that he's like the dead center guy like, that's great. Like, uh, David Ortiz would make the bullpen his bitch. Manny made the monster his bitch. And now we have Tristan Casas, who's making the dead center tanks his his trademark. Sign me up for that. Because they're majestic. Like, whenever he hits something to dead center, it just makes me feel something. I'm not a dead center guy. I'm a, I'm a pole homer guy. But Tristan Casas homers to center field at Fenway Park, they're a delight to watch. Yeah. And that's what we got. When he hits that, it's just, you know, he always is kind of leaning in a little bit. It's just like the posture perfection. Yeah. Once he realizes it's going, what, 410 tonight? That, there's no Tristan Casas haters left. They've all died. He no, killed them all. I, he did. I, I, I can't, even on the timeline, like, I see they're hiding. They're not saying a word. It's At like The Walking before, Dead. You watch The Walking Dead? Yes. So it's like, it's like the season one when, like, the zombie is literally chopped in half at the waist. And they're just <laughs> crawling through the grass. And like they want to eat you, but they're just so dead that they don't even have the strength and they don't have the legs to get up and attack you. That that's what the Tristan Casas haters look like right now. If, if you're still on that road, I feel bad for you. I'm praying for you because you're lost. It, like if you're a Red Sox fan and you're not watching what Tristan Casas is doing and just getting excited every night, like this isn't a guy who's just hot. Seventh highest OPS in baseball in the month of July, 1181. This is pure domination. Somehow that's still not even the best on the Red Sox. Jaron Duran's number one with 1191. But that's how hot this entire lineup is. Endeavors as well. What he's done since the All-Star break showing up and being that second half MVP they need. Amazing. But that that Tristan Casas homer, it just feels like every single time he goes up to the plate, he's working the count again and again and again. Obviously, the triple play happened in that first game. That first at bat of the series, the bases loaded walk. That just tells me everything. He gets screwed on two different strike calls, still works a bases loaded walk. He's in full control there. And for a guy who looked like he had no control the first month of the season, like he was always kind of guessing and sitting, it just looks like he looks at this level now and he's like, I'm seeing it. It's at my speed now. I'm controlling the game. I'm controlling the at-bats. That's where Tristan Cassis is at. I would agree. Um we talked about this with Eduardo Perez on uh, Baseball is Dead earlier today about his approach 
and how when he gets into these one one counts, how important it is for him to get to two one. Like he's not trying to get down one two. When he gets to two one, he is like come to daddy. He, and that's more or less what happened um, in that Strider at bat where he ended up homering. Uh, I believe it was on a 2-1 pitch. So that's his approach is that 1-1 one, one count is crucial to him. Um, he's not up there looking to walk, but he's not afraid to take one. He's not going to be over anxious or over aggressive. He's not going to make uh, he's, he's not going to help you out. Basically, you got to come to him. Um, you gotta, you gotta make him swing and miss. Like, I, I'm not trying to be dramatic with this, but it really, when you talk about those Joey Votto comps and that different stuff, that's what those at bats remind me of. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I don't think that's overdoing it. It's just someone who's not going to ever chase. Like, you know, you might get him here and there, but it's 80th percentile chase rate. Everything else. It's just smoke shows like his baseball savant page right now. 89th percentile barrel percentage, 86th percentile expected weight on base average. Everything is red. Everything is hit hard. He's either smoking a ball one way or he's getting a walk and continuing to start up different rallies. He has become so consistent up there. And yeah, there's going to be more ups and downs. That's the reality of baseball, right? And he even he acknowledges it. He said it again and again. I know I'm not always going to be as hot as I am right now. But the fact that he looks like this, you know, the Red Sox are surging during this time. It just goes to show he is such a foundational piece here. And anyone who ever doubted that, stop it. There's no room for it anymore. He is just a big or just as big of a piece of this future as Jaron Duran or Brian Bayo. I want those Bayo and Casas extensions done tonight. Yeah, Let's start that. having the conversations, please. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it, the way Casas is swinging, he's right in that conversation as well. I mean, I, I don't want to say he's more so in the conversation, but. Kind of. I'm not. Both of them are in, are in the conversation. I don't, I don't want to have a debate over who deserves an extension more. They're both in the door of yes, yes, yes. Extension talk for both. Do it. Yes. It's not like both guys are not there. Uh, there have been players who have come up and had some success for short spans. And you can be like, yeah, that guy was a flash in the pan. Casas. Bale. It's real. It's legit. It is something that I'm willing to commit years to. It's something that I'm willing to buy out free agent years for. Yes. So, uh, but that's a separate conversation. Um, I will say for people that want to have like the, oh, Bobby Dolbeck, everyone remembers August of 2021. And I sure do remember that month. That was a special month from Dolbeck. But no one was was saying, no one was saying like give him an extension at that point though. No, but like people reference, well, is Casas having a hot month or is Bayo, right? Bayo's been doing this in September. It's been two months. It's been two months. It's more. It's really to May. He was above league average hitter in the month of May. So that's a almost a three month sample size. Mm. What more do you need? He's not going to get worse. Like there's no significant regression here. There's nothing you look at and say he's getting lucky. Smoking the ball all over the field isn't luck. That plate approach is just going to get better and better and better. Well, he's he's going to have his points where he does. I'm not going to say he regresses. Uh, he's going to have his points where he hits a, uh, adversity again. Like there's going to be versus baseball. Yeah, like it, it is what it is. But I, I trust the fact that he's obsessed with finding it. Like he's always working on his craft. He's always trying to get better. And you see it. You see the results. Um, but. Baseball fans, you could be winning every inning with the hottest offers in the game. DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered from the top of the first 
uh, to the bottom of the ninth all season long. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can take a shot at bigger payouts with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place your parlay by combining three or more bets from the same game. Every additional leg gets you an extra boost up to 100%. Step up to the plate now with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app, sign up with the promo code Jared, J-A-R-E-D. New customers can bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code Jared. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance. Opt-in and 10 plus leg requirement for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. Uh, I believe, Tyler, you know what time it is. Fuck. You are not fucking prepared again. You I'm stupid. ready. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Okay. Almost. Oh, you're not ready. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, my computer is a uh, buffer. What happened to Bullet? Mm-hmm. Not during haiku time, Jared. Well, I listen. The fact that you are are never prepared for the silence when you know that it's the first thing that we do. After I'm the ready. Red Sox win. Are you ready? Bad Ben, ready. Rain delay, socks shine. Bullpen doors, Penvetta time. Yoshida bomb, Heim. <laughs> Bars. That's the fucking best one of the year, I think. I, I ain't done. I ain't done. I ain't all finished. Right, all right, all right. Socks statement series. Three homers. Braves pen wary. Casas rakes. Clearly, a series of haikus written by Tyler Milliken. Uh, I wish the second one didn't happen. What? <laughs> I mean, Dude, are you yeah, fucking yeah, me? Yeah. That was bars. No, no. The first one was heat. The second one was not as good. Do, do you need me to read it again to you? No, please don't. It, it makes me pissed off. Uh, Jake, <laughs> what, do, what do you think about the haikus? The first one was fired. Yeah. The second one could use some work. Yeah. Re- hold on. Read the, read the first one again. Rain delay. Sock shine. Bullpen doors, Pavetta time. Yoshida bomb, time. That's the best one of the year. I, I don't see the massive difference between the first one and the second. Well, because the second one sucks. The first right. one was really good. Like it was the best of the year. But like, what, what sucks about the second one? I think it's all factual. Read it again so I can be a fucking mad all over again. Go ahead. Maybe it's the flow. Maybe it's the flow. Go ahead. Socks statement series. Three homers. Braves pen weary. I don't like the Casas rakes. Clearly. Yeah, nah. I, I hate it. The weary. <laughs> the weary turns you off. Yeah, the weary doesn't do it for me. I mean, the first one was great. 
Like, yeah, I'm telling you right now, that was the best haiku of the year. It was the first one. And then you had to okay. with it. The Can't drop a number one every time. I mean, I guess not. <sighs> Better than the haikus the Red Sox page is running. Whatever they tried to write last time was not as good as any of mine. I'll tell you that Ooh. much. You saw the Red Sox page drop to haiku? The Boston Red Sox? Jake, did you see it? I saw it, yeah. It was dog shit. It wasn't good. It, it oh, didn't wait, even follow wait, the structure. Wait. What? The they Boston dropped a Red haiku? Sox dropped a haiku? Yes. How the fuck? All right. Now I'm even more mad. This happened and you j- didn't put it in the fucking group text? I-, I thought you saw it. Why would I see that? I don't look at my timeline. Look at it. All right. J- July 22nd. It was four days ago. Um, they Masa at the plate. Duran on the bases. Just how you want it. And I said, we drop in haikus now, but they fucked up. The second line only has six over. Wait, what? You want me to DM it to you? Yeah, show me. Jake, do you think they were trying to write a haiku? It was definitely like formulated as a haiku, yeah. Uh, This is just what I'm saying. If the Red Sox admin can't can't write these haikus, you know, they can't even follow the structure. Expect me to write a banger every Masa night? at the plate, Duran on the bases, just how you want it. If I wrote that, you'd be booing the fuck out of me. I mean, it sucks. I did get tagged in this. I feel like Tyler Milliken just got schooled in a haiku here. Um, <laughs> one of the replies is what happened to Bullet. <laughs> That'd be a great t-shirt. On the front, just says what happened to Bullet. On the back, it says he died. <laughs> <laughs> the people need it. That would be a great shirt. What happened to Bullet? Mm. He died. <laughs> I will say shout out to the people calling into 98.5 recently and just dropping RIP Bullet. Uh, even if I'm not on air at times, uh, it's highly appreciated. There, Yeah, I mean, people, people love Bullet. People loved Bullet before you killed him, but... Sean in Colorado. Sean, go. Hey, guys. Two quick points. I just wanted to say, uh, first off, you guys talked about Cease, and another one I wanted to bring up was Jordan Montgomery that I liked. But do you guys think – I think he has him. Do you think Bloom is ready to put his cojones on the table and move a Yorker, Raffaella? And two, I just wanted to pay my respects to Bullet. Rest in peace. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Okay. Am I supposed to know who that is? Uh, it's Tyler Milliken's dog that unfortunately oh, passed 15 yeah. years ago. I'm sorry to hear about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry to hear about that. Unfortunately, passed, yeah. murdered, killed, cold blood. Um, wow. <laughs> this this series was a jolt of life for me. The last three days, 70, 72 hours have been a jolt. Where yeah. the guy who was the de facto leader of the team coming into the year shipped out. Like goodbye. Arguably the biggest thing we complained that. about all year. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure Steve's happy. That piece oh. of shit. Whoa. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, Steve's a piece of shit. What kind of shit? Dog shit? Dude, you love dogs. <laughs> oh, my God. You're going to address this off rip. Mm-hmm. Yo. Hey, Steve, you piece of shit. 
Hey, how you doing, man? What's going on? That that wasn't nice, bro. Uh, are you happy Kike's gone? Uh, I'm not bad. What, what, do you, what do you think? You think I'm happy he's gone? What do you think? I don't know. It seemed like you really liked the guy. I knew. How long did it take you to put that painting video up after he got traded? Two minutes? Three minutes? Well, yeah. I don't know. Why, why are you asking? Did you? I, I just want your real thoughts on Kike as a Sox <laughs> player and what he did for this team. I don't think we ever got him because y'all put some uh, paintings together. No, I, oh, I, I, spare me. Spare me on that. We yeah. have addressed Kike Hernandez plenty on this podcast. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't say he was a good player. I've kicked the dog okay, shit out of I him on here. Say, again, Jared, I don't I don't have time to listen to any other shows, but mm-hmm. I didn't see you tweet anything negative about Kike is what I'm saying. Yes, I have. There was one time where I was like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't tag, okay. I didn't tag him in it, but it, that tweet was about Kike. All right, I take it back then. Yeah, the, there's another tweet. There's another tweet where I was like, "Holy shit, that was about <laughs> Kike." <laughs> so those those are just about him, and then everyone knows it's about him. But then you get to, you know, save that you're not tagging him, so then, then you don't well, get the negativity. What, do you tag him in your tweets where you say bad stuff about him? No, you don't tag him. But there was another no, one. I, there was a game back in May. It was like May 13th, and like he fucking made an error, and I had a tweet, and I was like. Jesus Christ. And that was about. But you you might have just been talking about our Lord and Savior, though. Yeah, but everyone that was if you were watching the game, then you knew that that was about Kike. Okay, all right. That's fine. Now, I'm glad that we talked about it on your show the other day. because I thought they were going to DFA him. I didn't think they'd get anything in return, but I'm glad they did. Yeah, I I didn't think so either. I thought for sure, even if they did trade him, that it was just going to be for a player to be named or cash or whatever. I didn't think that they were going to get living human beings for him, which was great. But yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, I, Joey, Joey didn't like Kike. Joey, what are your thoughts? We're, we're about to record now. Joey, what are your thoughts? He says he likes them. He likes them. Yeah. Joey kind of, you kind of went in on him a little bit on Twitter. <laughs> jo- Joey, kinda, Joey kind of went, went YOLO a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he did. I know. I know. That was so yeah, so, so so whatever, man. Wait, Pilot, did you think they were going to trade him? Yeah, I thought it was going to be. I thought they were going to DFA him and then trade him. I, I had a hard time believing they were going to be able to get the deal done beforehand because I just thought, like a lot of other times this last couple years, everyone knew they were going to have to get rid of him. They, so they were going to get pennies on the dollar. They got way more, and they saved a million dollars. Take that every day of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I, I'm actually love it. And then he gets to do his little dancey stuff in the dugouts over there and, and have everyone chant his name. This is a win-win. This is a, this is good, right? Isn't everyone happy? Yes. I I don't know why. Like, when I tweeted about it and I was like, oh, this is a win-win. And then, you know, like the meme of like the person that's like really sad with the mask on that it's happy. Like, people are like, oh, yeah, no, this is a win-win. Like, I was like, why do you think that I am like devastated about this trait? He was, he was awful. Like, he, he was... Very bad. <laughs> the worst player in baseball. Negative yeah. 1.4 F4. There's no one worse than Kiki Hernandez at baseball in the year yeah. 2023. He was very, Isn't very it impressive? Bad. Okay, can we, can we be real? Isn't it impressive that he's like the worst? Like it wasn't even like bottom five. It's just no last place. Yeah. The worst. He was, he was very, very bad. So at no point where I was like, no, please don't, don't trade Kiki. We did paintings <laughs> together. Like, I like it is what it's baseball like that players come and players go. And if you were logistically going to make 
sense of this. It's like Trevor Story's coming back. This guy, I mean, we have two center fielders. He can't be a third center fielder. He can't play shortstop. He's the worst like statistical player in the league. Like, what are we doing here? If like if if you can get players for him, yeah, like why would he? I don't know. It was a weird reaction. I think at some point people were like, "Oh, you're, you're like you're you sad." I'm like, what? No. Was there? A, you guys have a little taxi dues. You guys do a little taxi no. dues back and forth. No. no, no. You guys aren't. You you guys don't text. No, I have his number. I mean, like we have texted, but I didn't like. I don't know. When you get traded, it's like a world. Like I don't know. I feel like like we we communicated on several occasions, but it's not like when JD left. It's like yeah, like yeah. I'm I know fucking, that's that's your guy. I know yeah, that's, like, that's your guy. Like JD Xander. Matt Barnes, like guys like that. It's like, yeah, like you reach out to those guys. Like those guys, like Brock, like when he left, it's like you reach out to those guys. Like they, uh, they're friends of yours. Like Kike, it was like, yeah, like I like Kike. He's nice. He's funny. Like we, but that was it. It wasn't like a, it wasn't on like the same level relationship as the, the other guys. So we thinking Duval gets dealt? Um, I'm very split on this. And then I don't know what reports to believe. We're in that zone, right? Where it's like five days to go and you're going to hear a million reports and you got to see which ones you actually buy into or not. Well, Tyler said he wants Verdugo to get traded. I didn't know. Excuse me. Excuse me. When did I say that? Yeah. Accusing me of things here. Tyler. Yeah. Tyler was was like, accusation. Yeah. Tyler was like, if any outfielder gets traded, it's going to be Verdugo. Oh, fuck off. I did not. Oh, I heard that you, I heard that you said they should trade this piece of shit. That's what I heard you say. Yeah, he did. Whoa. All right. This fake Mm -hmm. news we're spreading. Yeah. You know what, though? I will put my hand up. Do I say a Verdugo conversation about a trade is off the table? No, I, I do think it's something they listen on. I don't think that's crazy. Hey, boys, boys, can we can we be honest here? Yeah. So bad right now. We got to whisper. We got to whisper that comes to a big Verdugo guy. Uh-huh. He's going so bad right now. He's playing so poorly. Great catch. So didn't you? Did like, you have some stupid fucking tweet the other day about like, oh, Alex Verdugo is hitting one seventeen over his last three weeks, so that means he's about to go off. <laughs> Isn't that normally oh, no. when anytime no. he slumps for a couple no. of weeks, he normally goes off. No. You got to you got to have some sort of like statistical reference point to make a bold claim like that. Wait, what did it what did it sound like when you read that tweet? You were like, Alex Verdugo is hitting 117 over his last three weeks, but he's about to go off. He's about to go off. Yeah, that's what you said. And, and I was like, that's All how right. I wanted it to be read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 no, I. Yeah, so I, I, that is how I read it, and I just wanted some sort of like statistical reference to be like, oh, like the last three times that Alex Verdugo has hit sub one forty over a three week span, he went off. He went off like a dog. That's that's what you should have said. No, I'm I'm just a huge homer for Doogie. That's that's all that really is. But I again, a lot of what we do, I don't think is like. A bunch of four four absorb. I think it's wait. I, I remember him slumping and then immediately having one of his biggest weeks. I, I just picture Doogie doing that. What is but his, it hasn't happened. What is his Zorp this year? Uh, Zorp's not great. He, he's got a seven twenty five Zorp. See, that's why. That's probably why they didn't approach him about an extension. Yeah, I know. Four Borp is good though. So if he can <laughs> yeah. get the Zorp back up there, then yeah. I, I feel pretty good. It might be too yeah. late for the Zorp. It might be too late for the yeah. Zorp. Yeah, 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 yeah,
um, a question mark right now. But I'm glad he's hitting some bombs here and there, getting that trade value up. That helps. So you want to get you want to get rid of him too? I don't want to get rid of Duval. You just said that. They, you just they, said they, that. I think it's a big question mark. He might uh, be gone. They need a starter, obviously, right? You think Duval can pitch? Yeah. So I'm thinking, why don't we just have Duval become a starter, right? And then make Duran the everyday center fielder. Doesn't that make sense? Who do you think throws harder, Duval or Duran? Do you think Duran could pitch? Verdugo is obviously the answer here, guys. Verdugo. Well, Steve is trading Verdugo. He fucking hates him. What me? No, Tyler is. No, no, Steve. It was you. It wasn't me. It was you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it's not me. I love Doogie. He's just got to. He's just got to go off now. Yeah. 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 (laughs) He's. Now it's four weeks of hitting below 150. So that means that he's about to. Dude, he's about to. The amount of time. going off he's about to do yeah. is going to be like, oh my God. Do, I don't you think think people are ready. do you think he's just waiting for after the trade deadline like Manny used to do? Where it's like, oh, like we're going to trade him. We're going to trade him. We're going to trade him. And then they don't trade him. And then he just goes off like a dog. And he just goes off. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. Manny never really got enough credit for being. A very smart individual. Well, I know all the stories have come out, but like he he knew exactly what he was doing at all times. I miss Manny. Yeah, sometimes I mean, yeah, he's he could be incredibly stupid sometimes too, but he's he could do stupid things, but he's smarter than people gave him credit for. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Smarter than people gave him credit for. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys, just just uh, you guys think they're making the playoffs? Yeah, just a yes or no here. Yeah. Wait, what the fuck? Don't tell me how to fucking answer the question. Yes or no? Yes, and I'll explain why. Uh, because I okay. think that, I think that they're good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Man, that was you got to relax with these explanations. That <laughs> yeah. was in depth. Yeah, I mean, don't don't put me in a fucking box. Don't give me parameters on how to answer that question. Hey, hey Tyler, yes or no, and why? Yeah, um, I, I'll stick with where my prediction was the entire year. I, I think they'll be in at the last week of the season. Right now, do I see them jumping the Rays? No, I don't see them jumping the Astros either. And you got the Blue Jays right there. Alec Manoa coming back. I, I think, think they'll be in at the last sell. week. Anything can happen. But no, at the moment, I'll stick with my prediction. I think they end up winning 85 games in the right last bo- week. Yeah, exactly. Probably just right, be- right before we fucking we got on the phone with you, Steve, Tyler was like, they better sell. He wants to, he wants to trade. Fuck off. What he is wants, this? He literally wants to trade Devers and, and Bale. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck yeah, all well, of that's, you. I, I actually kind of agree. Those guys suck. So yeah, like, we he, should probably get whatever we can his, for those guys at this point. His trade proposal was Rafael Devers, Jaron Duran, and Tristan Casas for Ty France. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Wait, Verdugo wasn't part of that? No, no, no. That's a death. That a was another trade. trade. Yeah. No, Verdugo was to get Kike back. That's, that's what he yeah. wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No disrespect to Ty France. I mean, he should have been an all-star last year, but Jesus Christ, that's a terrible trade. Yeah, that's less than ideal. Oh, but, wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. We got breaking news. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Ready? Yeah. Oh, shit. What? Breaking news. The Red Sox have acquired whoa Mauricio Lo Lovera from the Giants oh shit oh Marquise Johnson going the other way oh fuck dude you know who that is 
You don't know Mauricio? You don't know Big Reese? Oh, man. Steve, thoughts? I, I mean, to say I'm excited is the biggest <laughs> understatement of the century. I've actually been scouting this guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this Big Reese is one of the best pitchers that you could possibly get. He's I a just, pitcher, right? Yeah, <laughs> I just hope they don't give up fucking Meyer in this deal. Holy shit. <gasps> See, my, my concern here is that they're going to transfer Caleb Ort to the 60-day IL because of this. Yeah, they they fucking did do that. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, damn it. Fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. God, I, right when I saw they got Reese, I'm like, if they transfer Ort to the 60-day, I'm going to lose it. Fuck. What is, damn it. What's the math on that? When When is he eligible to come back? Fucking Christmas? <laughs> yeah, I think, it's, I think it might be Thanksgiving. They started yeah. winning and they said, you're not coming anywhere near this fucking team anytime soon. Shit. No, that means he's going to be back like how Brazier was back in 21. <laughs> he's going to come back with two weeks left and just mow everybody down. Yeah. And then you're going to see him at the park and it's just going to be a stare off. I can't wait. I mean, no, it's not because he doesn't look at like none of them look at me. They they don't. What do you mean none of them? What, what do you mean none of them? There's, what does a, that mean? there's another guy. It, Caleb Ort. Caleb Ort was obviously didn't love my video saying that he sucked, but there was someone else his ass that was far more chapped than Caleb Ort's over that video, and he's been okay. running his fucking mouth ever since. All oh, right, yeah. I, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I've tried to. Yeah, I've yeah, I've tried. Yeah, I've tried to. I've tried to talk to him on multiple occasions, and uh, no, he just walks right by. I feel like the guys that have beef with you are the most random guys. Yeah. It's always these like really kind of low on the rock. ass fucking <laughs> pieces of shit, dude. Reed, Big Reese would never. No, dude. This dude, he he got traded to the Red Sox, and he, he was like, "I'm coming." He started playing the Diddy song. I'm yeah, coming. yeah, yeah. Mauricio Lovera mm-hmm. from the Giants. Yeah, nicknamed the Savior. That's his nickname. Yeah. So this is gonna be awesome, dude. I'm excited <laughs> about this. Yeah. This is Heim. Did Heim do it again, or did Heim do it again? I just, I mean, I'm trying to contain my excitement. Let's see, let's see if Baseball Reference has a nickname for him. Nah, they don't. They don't. No. Jared, this is a perfect chance for you what? to come up with a nickname for Big Loosh. Big Loosh. <laughs> Where is Where's the Loosh coming from? It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a mixture of the letters in his name. Yeah, it's uh, what's that called? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What's that called, Tyler? What the fuck's oh, that called? A, a what? What do you mean? No, it's it's yeah, yeah, an anagram, an right? acronym. No, not an acronym. It's a. Oh. I don't know why I asked Tyler. There's no shit about shit. Um, yeah, I think it's an anagram where you just take the wait, letters. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. Do you Tyler. know? You know other stuff other than baseball right jared only knows baseball do you know other stuff i know other no, shit I, i'm worse than jared i'm like a less evolved jared jared yeah. with 10 years okay. less of life experience yeah i know tons of stuff well someone jared. someone brought up the uh who was it the um Wembenyama. you had no idea who Wembenyama was uh no i did not no okay that was surprising. He couldn't have been more all over twitter social the news everything when he was about to get drafted you yeah, had no clue i don't care 
<laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> That's fair. Make no mistake when in about doubt, it. I, I never gave a damn. Yeah. But dude, yeah. Big, big loosh. Big loosh. Loosh. <laughs> That's what they're going to be saying when he comes in the mouth. Loosh. That's I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. You got yeah. him coming up. Doogie's about to go off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be great. I mean, Sox in the second half, a lot of people are talking about how this team is uh, kind of a lock right now to make it to the postseason. So, If they don't make the playoffs, like kidding aside, if they don't make the playoffs at this point, I'd be very surprised. I, a lot of it's going to have to do with what uh, they do at the deadline. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But like usually when you say shit, it doesn't happen. No, I know. I think yeah. there's no chance they make the playoffs. There we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I'm sounds better. With that. Yeah, that okay. sounds better. Yeah, yeah. You you say a lot of shit sometimes, and it's like, well, that's come on. I don't know. A lot is aggressive. Maybe a couple things I'd, I'd like back. <clears throat> there. What's? Can you give me a top three? Uh, no, I won't give a top three. Ah. But uh, there might have been a certain date that things got messy last ah, year. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, before yeah, yeah. Be- before we let you go, Steve, uh, what match yeah. are you most looking forward to at SummerSlam in two weeks? At what? <laughs> uh, in two weeks, SummerSlam. Like, what match are you most looking forward to at that event? Uh, I mean, the way I look at it, because there's a lot of ways you can look at this. Yeah. The way I look at it, mm-hmm. I'm just anything Logan Paul does, I'm in. Oh, right? okay. All right. Yeah. Who's he wrestling? Yeah. Yeah. So if he's if he's <laughs> out there, I'm I'm down because he's going up against Ricochet in a singles match, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They did yeah. a they did so a I'm crazy pulling, spot during the rumble. I know. My God, don't even get me started. I'm pulling for Logan Paul there. Yeah. And then honestly, and this is a, a change of heart, yeah. I'm gonna be going with Seth. Freaking Rollins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm taking him over Finn Balor. Yeah, that's going to be a crazy one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And it, again, if, if you're a betting man, I would say Gunther against Drew McIntyre. You fucking love Seth Rollins, dude. I know. Seth freaking Rollins. What title does he have? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll do it. I'll I'll talk to you guys later. Hey, all right, Steve. That, good talking to you. All right, take care. all right, all right. See you later. Wow, that's Steve Peralt. That's Steve Peralt. <coughs> um, huge wrestling guy. He loves WWE, um, <laughs> NXT, AW, Impact. Um, you know, if they're, if they're wrestling, he's watching it. He's always been like that. Um, Jake, do you want to talk to the folks about blue moon? I'd love to Jared playoffs are just around the corner. So it's time to help your team out by sticking to your lucky rituals. Like the ritual of enjoying an ice cold blue moon while the game is on blue moon was born in a ballpark first brewed at Coors field in Denver, Colorado, make it your one of a kind baseball tradition, whether you're at the park or watching from home. Tuesday night, man, when Tyler dropped that haiku when the Red Sox beat the Braves, I had one of the tastiest celebratory blue moons I've ever had. As much shit as Tyler gets on this podcast, and rightfully so, you gotta give him credit when he drops gas, and that was gas. Which is really what made Wednesday night hurt so much more. 
Red Sox with a comeback win over the best team in the league with their Cy Young candidate starting on the mound. I cracked my first blue moon after the final out in anticipation of what I thought was going to be another Tyler banger for a haiku. Turns out he just shit himself and tweeted it out for the world to see. If you're going to drop the best haiku of the year, you at least got to follow it up with something mid. At least fucking mid, bro. That was shit. If you're going to rhyme, do it right. With its refreshing flavor with Valencia orange peel for a subtle sweetness and hints of coriander, Blue Moon Belgian-style wheat ale is a one-of-a-kind beer that's made brighter. It's carefully crafted and full-flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth, creamy finish. Blue Moon was brewed by baseball to give you a dose of nostalgia and get you excited for the new season. Why strike out with the same old beer when you can get something one-of-a-kind? Its bold flavor, bright color, and iconic orange slice ritual guarantee a one-of-a-kind beer experience perfect for spring weather. Best served with its signature orange garnish to showcase its beautiful, bright color. A beer this good only comes around once in a blue moon, but you can enjoy it all season long. Brighten up your baseball traditions with Blue Moon Belgian-style wheat ale. It's one-of-a-kind every time. Check out shop.bluemoonbrewingcompany.com for baseball merch and visit get.bluemoonbeer.com slash Jared to find Blue Moon delivery options. That's get.bluemoonbeer.com slash Jared. Blue Moon, made brighter. Celebrate responsibly, Blue Moon Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado Ale. Thank you, Jake. Appreciate that a lot. Um, This has been a great podcast so far. I feel great. I feel great. I'm happy. Vibes are through the roof. Super positive. Having some fucking gigs. Shits and gigs. Is that what they call it? When shits and gigs tell like laugh? Is that what that means? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up, dude. I'm just going to call Coley. Oh, my God. You hate me. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) He didn't answer last. I'm I'm trying to call him before he goes to fucking bed. You've lost me. No, I haven't. I'm gone. I'm making sure that we get Cole no, before he goes to no, fucking sleep. It's 1130. No. Let's scroll down your fucking contact Jake, list and see what Jake, else we'll pick up. See, this is your fault. This is your fault. This is your fault. Hey, hey, what? everyone, everyone on the section 10 Reddit. No, uh, don't like, even. Oh, we want Coley. We want Coley. The reason why we don't have Coley tonight is because of Tyler. Because of me? Yes. You just spent 20 minutes with Steve. Yeah, but like we usually we didn't do the the fucking we we didn't do anything. We didn't we didn't do the. I didn't even get to give my Kike Hernandez thoughts. All right, give me your Kike Hernandez. No, fuck you. You know what? You know what? Now see the vibes were so great. Like literally no, thirty no, seconds. Ago. No, no, Jake, no, no, Jake, Jake, who's Jake, at fault here? Jake, how were the vibes thirty seconds ago, and how are they now? And whose fault is it? They were great until t- st- Tyler started crying about Coley. And <laughs> yeah. Definitely his fault. Jesus Christ, dude. I hate you guys. Like, do you think you do you think that like people would be excited to hear from Coley, especially because he, of course. he, hasn't, been on, he hasn't been on in a while? I, of if course. He, if he calls back, I'm gonna be like, listen, Tyler didn't want you here, but no, I'm no, no, here. don't 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 start that. Well, one, it's recorded. It's on tape. It's on tape. I I love Coley. I want Coley mm. here. Doesn't sound like you do. I, I'm just saying I'd like to talk mm. some Kike Hernandez too. Hey, Tyler, can you? Please give me your thoughts on the Kike Hernandez trade. How do you feel about it? I actually really did like it. Uh, I think the fact that Heimblum was able to ship that contract off and save what 1.1 million. I think he had 3.6 left. It was at 2.5 overall. And what you got back, I know you like two humans. You got one legit prospect. Like for Kike Hernandez, the worst player in baseball this year. 
Nick Robertson, 25th ranked prospect in the Dodgers system on BA's last top 30. That was updated what a week or two ago. 6'6 righty. Great changeup. You know, sits like 94, 95 with the fastball. Had a 43% whiff rate, whiff rate at AAA last or AAA this year. 254 ERA, 295 fifth. Got touched up a little bit when he came up to the big leagues this year. It was like nine innings or whatever. But this is a legit relief prospect. He's on the 40 man. You talk about what happened to your right-handed depth this year. Wyatt Mills, Tommy John surgery. Caleb Ort just fell off the side of the earth, as we saw. They're still trying to get more depth. Brazier, gone. Justin Garza was good for like three weeks. That was a fun time. They need right-handed arms. You know, and then you add in Justin Hangenman, who, you know, not a top 30 guy by any means, but an organizational arm. Someone who can serve a bunch of different roles. They seem to think they can get his velo to tick up a little bit, which it's already done throughout his professional career. Awesome. You got me two things the Red Sox need. Bullpen depth. Awesome. Stockpile it. Keep it coming because you need as many arms as you can the next couple months. There's going to be injuries that come and get you. Um, so I- I'm happy with this. I think this was best case scenario for everyone. Jake, what did you think about the Kike Hernandez trade? How make you feel? Yeah, I mean, you obviously are never going to forget what happened in 21. It was an insane run and uh, just never even should have been there. And he took us really far. But I mean, for a guy who really everyone knows he was terrible this year, it's uh, pretty awesome to get honestly anything back. Yeah, I mean, that that's also a great point. People do forget how great he was in 21. Like Maz was running the number tonight on the baseball hour. <clears throat> and he, uh, he was hitting like fucking like 580 or something for like a six game stretch from the division series through the ALCS or whatever it was. Uh, he was a big, big part of that run, which again, one of my favorite Red Sox teams of all time, the 21 Red Sox. Like I know they ultimately fell short of their goal, but that was a fun year. And Kike Hernandez was at the forefront of it. He was, dare I say, their best offensive performer in the postseason that year. Bro, we were calling him Lil Poppy. Yeah. Like, well, think about how ridiculous you got to be to get that nickname. Hmm. What's wrong, Jared? What? What was that reaction? Well, because you said we were calling him Lil Poppy. I think it was literally just like some knockoff merch company put his picture on a T-shirt and it said Lil Poppy on it. And then we like jokingly, like mockingly called him Lil Poppy. Social media was doing numbers with that back then. I think it was from us making fun of that. That It counts. It was that kind of postseason run. People were definitely calling him that. No doubt. Lil Poppy. I mean, that, I hate to break your heart, but it was people that probably listened to Section 10 making fun of that T-shirt. So all I'm saying is how many players have had that kind of October in recent memory? Not a lot. David Ortiz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a lot of guys come through and put up heroic numbers like that in the postseason. Um, yeah, like I'll miss I'll miss seeing Kike around. But like at the end of the day, like I'm sure if you strapped him to a lie detector test. Hey, would you rather be in L.A. or Boston? He probably would have told you L.A. Like, I feel like that's that's where he wanted to be. I don't think he ever wanted to leave. It's just a matter of he had a way better opportunity here. Like he came here to got to play for Alex Cora. Um, got to chase his dream of trying to be an everyday player. Exactly. Prove it. Exactly. Like he, he was not going to get that opportunity with the Dodgers. He came here, got to play for uh, a fellow countryman manager. And got to be an everyday player. And he got to play in the postseason. Like, that was his big thing. He's like, yeah, the only thing I love more than my family, or the only thing that uh, the, I, yeah, I was like, I, I love my family and then playing in October. That's, that's the list. So he got to do that here. And now he's back with the Dodgers. He's going to get to do that again with the Dodgers, the team he won a World Series with. 
So I'll add like over the off season too, when it felt like, you know, especially after Xander left, things were as dark as they've been in Red Sox nation in a long time where people were just like without hope, everyone crapped on the team. It was so cool to just shit on the organization and say they were going nowhere. He protected the shield. Say what you will. Obviously he didn't prove it on the field when the season started. That guy repped the Red Sox all off season long, stuck by them, made the recruit, the recruiting calls. Justin Turner's not here without Kike Hernandez. Justin Turner said that himself played a big part in Kenley coming here. Like there were not many people who were willing to rock the Red Sox and say, Hey, you know, we're doing, this team's going to be better than it was last year. We're going in the right direction. He was the guy willing to do it. Yeah. And, you know, obviously they were paying him. He got 10 million for whatever it was, but that, that means something that's, he was willing to rep the Red Sox when nobody else would and be that vocal leader. Justin Turner eventually took it from him once spring training, spring training started, but, that means something to me because it was not an easy thing to do. That's a good point, too. Uh, he was very instrumental in bringing pieces here that have helped the Red Sox uh, get to where they're at right now. Like Justin Turner, perfect example. Do you think do you think Justin Turner is playing for the Boston Red Sox right now? If not for Kike Hernandez being here? Hell no. I wouldn't say hell no, but I would say more than likely not. No. I'd say hell no. It, it I mean, the Dodgers like, didn't want him back. It's like, all right, we're we're like, I don't know what his options were. I'm sure he had other options, but I'm pretty sure he said like when he heard about Boston, he was like, eh, you know what I mean? And he was like, Kike really sold me on it. I think Kenley was more like, oh, yeah, like I got a text from Kike saying like, you should come here. But it felt like Kike sold Justin Turner on Boston and why their family would love it here and everything like that. I don't know. And I just reading like, Justin Turner and everything that happened with him, like Turner gave him a little bottle of wine and wrote him a little note uh, and left it all by his locker. And they were like having an emotional moment like together and all this stuff. Like you see how strong that relationship is. And I feel for Turner because, you know, that friendship obviously meant a lot. And now he's going back across the country. But still, a lot of those roots are what got the Red Sox to where they are this year. You know, that was the foundation stuff at the very beginning of the year. So, yeah, it, it didn't work out. But. I don't know how you're sitting here and saying you don't hope the best for Kike. Like, yeah. what? Maybe the guy got a little prickly when shit wasn't going right for him. It's what happens with most guys when things aren't going right. Yeah. That, so to piggyback off that, the vibes of this season would have been so much better if Kike was good. Like, oh, it would have been incredible. Yeah. Like, Kike and guys have said this too. Like, Kike in 2021, when he was going good, the best guy to be around. Like he was funny. He was joking around. He was upbeat, like all this shit. But when he's not going good, not to say that he's like prickly, but he's just not that guy. Like he just is uh, I, like in a way, like a shell of himself. Um, so that kind of takes away from it. Like, it, it, you know, the Red Sox are a good team. Like they're, they're eight games over 500 right now. Um, but if Kike were a, piece of this a part of this a contributor to this oh man like it would just this the whole year would have felt different um but yeah anyways traded back to the dodgers the red Sox move on um <clears throat> it will be the first of what i hope to be a number of notable moves by Bloom. also i wanted to I, I i dropped this on the baseball hour i wanted to say it here as well uh i was in josh winkowski's dugout um before the game on Friday, which is when... No, wait. What's today? What's today? Wednesday. 
The trade was yesterday? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was in Josh Winkowski's dugout yesterday uh, after the trade had happened, and Heim poked his head up, and uh, Justin Turner was there, and it was just them two. And I didn't, I didn't want to listen in on the conversation. None of my business. It's you know, it's between them. So I'm just kind of like looking off to the right there, over there on my left. But I just thought that it was noteworthy that after trading Kike, that Heim sought out Justin Turner to kind of be like, you know, just making sure we're all good here. Like, you know, you're just as much of a leader, yada, yada. Um, you know, you trade a guy's best friend. You don't, you won't want to feel like you're enemy number one to a guy that is an important piece of what you've got going on. And Justin Turner is, a, as we've saw tonight, a very important piece of what the Red Sox have going on. Um, so I thought that especially that was cool. after last year, where yeah. like Xander and Christian, like how that kind of sat, you know, very it's a different pouty. situation. Yeah. Um, but I thought Justin Turner, like his quotes were so professional. It was just like that's the trade deadline. Like the reality is, pieces are going to come in. Some guys are going to have to leave. Um, but we still believe in this team. and It's about proving it to the front office, which they've done the last two nights. Um, but for people who want to act like, you know, Kike in the clubhouse wasn't someone liked anymore or anything like that. It's in the globe. You can go find it. I think it's in Spears column when they found out he was getting traded, not in a way to protest or anything, but they all kind of put on their city connect Kike uh, little tank tops that they were given away recently. And they were saying mm-hmm. goodbye and sending him on his way. Like, that's what it is. Fucking the manager, Alex Cora, put out a post of that hugging moment in 2021. Say what you will about a guy when your manager's doing stuff like that. How often do you see a manager make an IG post about a player like that? Yeah, that's a rare thing in sports, especially in baseball. It just it didn't work out this year. It sucks. It's sad. Um, You know, some people want to laugh at and be like, oh, all the shit he talked in spring training. I think that was part of this team, you know, having their chip on their shoulder, feeling like they were the underdog this entire time. Just that sports. Sometimes you don't perform, but will I be shocked if he goes to the Dodgers and he becomes the old Kike Hernandez? No, not one bit. Here's what today. happens. Yeah, two for four, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what Ryan. If Ryan Brazier can go there and become what Ryan Brazier is right now, I'm sure Kike is going to still be a solid player. Yeah. Yeah. So it all worked out the way I think it should have worked out. You've got Trevor Story coming back, uh, presumably within the next week, right? Well, they'll see. They said they'll talk to him this weekend. If he's feeling good, then they'll consider adjusting the timeline. Who was I talking to? Um, I forget who I was talking to within the last couple of days. Maybe it was Eduardo Perez this morning. I can't remember. Um, someone threw out the idea when we were talking about the the players that are coming back and, um, you know, Trevor Stories in AAA right now. And you've got. Hauk is like, uh, what, what's the update on Hauk? Him and Whitlock are supposed to throw bullpens this week, and they might be coming back as starters or relievers. Cora okay. just wants them back soon. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and then Chris Sale. Uh, what, maybe it was Merloni? I can't remember who the fuck said it, but I, I'm not going to take credit for the idea. No rehab. Just fucking get out there and like have... Um, like your whatever your rehab outings would be, just use them out of the bullpen or an opener. It's like go out For there. Sale? And, yeah. Like two innings. Like don't waste any bullets in the minors. It's like if you can just go out there 
and give us two innings, like that's what that's what you're stretched out to do, then do it at the big league level. Like we don't have time for you to figure it, uh, not figure it out, but like get stretched out, get stretched out at the big league level. Like we've we've got the spots, like we've been doing two openers in the rotation. Like what 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 does it matter if Chris Sales going out there as an opener? Like we'll take those innings. Yeah, I think they're into the idea of that. We saw the report the other day of them being like, yeah, he doesn't need to be fully stretched out. Like, whether it's opener or a bulk inning relief role, he is going to get at least one rehab assignment. I do think that's a smart thing. Let the guy at least get his feet underneath him a little bit. Get used to pitching in a game again before you throw him out there. Because uh, I do think it's different. Like someone like Aaron Judge who just goes right into playing or whatever. <clears throat> but yeah, say go ahead. You can push this thing. I, if you want to have that conversation with Whitlock and Hauk and just have a bunch of guys that are throwing three or four innings. If your staff can handle it and can get enough innings out of that, sure. Why not? Because it's better than... I Actually, it's a fair question. I think 10 of the last 30 games, they've had an opener. Look at how well they've pitched with those openers. So if they are going to come back early, these guys do need to perform. Because the Chris Murphys of the world, who's been so ridiculous. Uh, Nick Pavetta, who, again, in this series, just incredible. Five scoreless innings. You know, out of the bullpen, it's now 198 ERA, 258 FIP. Like, you got to be better than those guys. You're not just forcing these arms just to force these arms. So it's all a little bit of a balancing act to make sure that, yeah, you need to be ready, especially Garrett Whitlock. Like, how his face got smashed in by a ball. Like, once he's ready to go, what? Lucas Giolito going to the Angels. Wow. Yeah, for real. Mm -hmm. And now Shohei's not going anywhere, and now they're making moves. Los Angeles Angels are finalizing a deal to acquire right-hander Lucas Giolito and right-handed reliever Ronaldo Lopez from the Chicago wow. White Sox for catcher Edgar Cuero and left-hander Kai Bush, two top prospects. Wow. Sorry, Coley. Why, he wanted Giolito? Yes. Um, but yeah, like those are the moves. And I think, you know, sock and trade deadline now and some of that stuff. Seems like Himes made it pretty clear what he wants with these controllable pieces. I'm excited. Go find a controllable arm and you throw him in that rotation. Now you can move one of Whitlock or Houck back to the bullpen. You have like a four set of arms of Whitlock or Houck, pick whatever your poison is. Kenley, Martin, Wink, who's looked great since the All-Star break. Bernardino, who's been, you know, your best lefty. Jolie Rodriguez out of the bullpen, seven scoreless innings since coming off the I.L. And I'd even mention John Schreiber. That's a nasty bullpen to have to deal with. John Schreiber uh, gave up some loud outs, but I mean, that's whatever to be expected. Felt bad for him. Like, not to crap on the Red Sox a little bit, but talk about a tough situation coming off the IL. Like, you're starting a game, something you haven't done. On top of it, the game gets pushed back two hours. So you're dealing with the rain delay as well. Just not ideal. It, it is what it is. Like you tried him in that situation. I think John Schreiber could open for you, but definitely not the easiest way to you know, settle back into the big leagues. <clears throat> yeah. Well, he's back. Just happy that he's back. Welcome back, John Schreiber. Happy for that. Happy for him. Happy for us. Happy for knock around. Because summer's in full swing and you need a pair of great shades that you don't have to baby. Knockaround sunglasses is the go-to for quality polarized shades that won't break the bank. Plus, they just released their first nine teams of their official MLB collection, including the Red Sox and the Yankees, as well as official U.S. women's soccer team sunglasses. So you can add a little something extra to your game day outfit in time for this summer's big 
games. Don't be the person that's squinting into the sun or worried about getting sand on their overpriced sunglasses. Check out knockaround.com for great looking polarized shades starting at just 28 bucks. It's just 28 bucks. You want to look good this summer? You want to look like Jake's dad and Jake and me all rocking our knockaround sunglasses. Big thanks to Knockaround, by the way, for sending us those sunglasses. Me, Jake, Jake's dad. I actually just gave a pair to my dad. Like me, Jake, and our dads. We look so fucking cool wearing these sunglasses. Everywhere we go, everyone's like, oh my God, where'd you get those sunglasses? I'm like, well, first of all, shout out to Knockaround because they hooked it up big time. And not only did they hook it up for me, but they hooked it up for everyone that I am close with and that I care about. Um, and that I just wanted to also look cool as fuck wearing knockaround sunglasses. So again, shout out to knockaround. Um, <laughs> we really appreciate it. <clears throat> What's up? Nothing, nothing. I, what? I'm just thinking about how cool you guys look in your sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, we look really cool. We look really cool. You know where else we looked really cool? Uh, the commercial that we were in. That was the most random thing of all time. People didn't believe me. I was like, I didn't know about it. I didn't know. I did not know. You'd expect you like to have heard something. Oh, like, hey, like, keep an eye out. We know you're watching the game every night. Nope. Not a text, not an email. Like, I did a voiceover for it, but I get asked to do voiceover shit all the time. Like, they'll be like, hey, like, can you do this voiceover? And it's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's fucking Jared Karabi. It's like, listen to the Name Redacted podcast, new episodes after every series. And like, that'll go on like uh, Sirius XM. Like, I'll have like a like a friend that lives in Florida and was like, oh, my God, I almost ran off the road. I was driving, listening to you in Florida and I heard your voice. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Like, whenever I get asked to do a voiceover, I just like assume it's like a commercial that's like going on the air in Kentucky or something. I have no idea. Um, but I got asked to do this voiceover was not told that it was for a name redacted television commercial that was going to be airing during Red Sox games. Like, I feel like that's a detail that I would love to have, you know, to be on the lookout for. It was a, it was a great surprise, but I mean, I didn't hear it. I was, I was at the game and we were outside in state super pavilion. <clears throat> and, um, so I saw it, but I couldn't hear it. So I had no idea. I had no, like, I was very confused. I was like, is someone fucking with me? Like they're putting, like our podcasts, like on the YouTube channel and TVs or something. I, I had no idea. It's not the first time it's ran, I believe, either. I got like two or three tweets on Friday and I didn't understand what they were. I was driving home from the baseball hour uh, and I was listening on the radio. So obviously I wasn't seeing anything on TV. Uh, and they're like, did I just see name redacted on my TV? And I was just like, I don't know what these people are talking about. <laughs> Drugs, like they're going through something. I don't yeah. know. All right, crackhead. Uh, <laughs> uh, listen, like crazy stuff, bro. I'd be tripping too. <sighs> um, but I think now, once we, because we all started tweeting it out immediately, like, what the hell? Yeah. Then everyone was like, oh shit, like I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was wildly confused. Wildly confused without the the audio context like when you go back and you actually like listen to it you're like oh okay like yeah that's the that's the voiceover i did like that's the that's that's the commercial little clean intro you know for the podcast itself 
Yeah, we only see. Uh, I do want to be. Oh, are you going to play the audio? Yeah, let's see. There's great play. Welcome back to the Neighbor Detective Podcast, America's most beloved podcast, the most downloaded Red Sox podcast in the world. It's a positive, it's a positive podcast here today, gentlemen. It is a positive podcast. The Red Sox have won another series against the first place team. Catch our latest episode of the Name Redacted Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Plus, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, and all Massachusetts customers can get a 25% boost on any Red Sox bet this season. Use code BOOST when you sign up. I had no idea when I recorded that voiceover that that's what this was for. No. So, do you think there's going to be more? <clears throat> Are they going to like clip random parts of like future episodes? I I wish that I knew ahead of time because I would have been like, we could do something way better than you just clipping off a part of the podcast that we didn't know was going to be part of a commercial. Like Tyler looks like an asshole. What what does that mean? It means you looked you looked like a fucking slob, dude. Okay, I did not look like a slob. Yes, I saw you did. someone tweeted this. Oh, Tyler has a stain on his shirt. It's called swag. First off, no, it's called Secondly, sweat. <laughs> no, it's not sweat. It was a big. That yellow mark on the shirt. Look at the picture. Now, many people would think maybe it was mustard or some other condiment. There's a lot of yellow condiments. No, it was actually a polo shirt. I'll wear it next episode. Uh, that has paint oh. splattered, and that was a yellow paint spot. You know, for the whole design. Yeah. You you wouldn't understand fashion, but th- this was a fashion piece, and it looked a little weird in the picture. I'll I'll, I'll admit it, but still, I looked good. You didn't. I don't know why. Like. It was one of the ones where I'm like doing shit in the background too. You always like do shit in the background. I would have looked cooler. I, I just, you know, you know what? It's fine. Like the fact that we have a name redacted t- television commercial on Nesson during Red Sox games is very cool. Very, very thankful for that. Very appreciative of that. Uh, but next time, like let's let's do something. Like let's film. Like like we should do like we should do something. Like I feel like we have. The brain power and the the video editors to do a commercial where people would be like, what the hell is that all about? And then they can check it out versus just taking like an opening from a random podcast that we did. They can't take the opening from today's podcast. I think I I said the F word a few times. Few. Mm-hmm. Now, what will if we had to design a commercial, what would the theme be of the next one? Um. Like, I think it would it would be nice. It, I think it'd be funny to do like a spoof of something. Like but my not business a ideas. Movie. Yeah, like. Uh, yeah, like I think it would be very like it would be very funny if we did like a skit of one of your business ideas. And then at the end, there's like name redacted podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like we, we like, could put you so confused, just you like fucking hanging out of a helicopter with a with like an, a 99 order trying to drop it into the uh the moon what is that called the what's moon the, what what's the space the, station no 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 what's the what's the, the oh the moon roof yeah 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 you're just hanging upside down out of a helicopter trying to drop a 99 order into someone's moon roof <laughs> Never thought about that being that easy, but like yeah. picture it shark tank. We'll call it socks tank because we're this is Red Sox, right? Mm-hmm. You, Pat, Jake, we could get Brock or someone to mm-hmm. be the fourth seat. Pick a fifth. It could be Coley. Coley. Mm-hmm. And there I am just choking out this little dog and I'm explaining to you my pet execution <laughs> services. I don't. That uh... would be on Nesson. 
on Nesson, I feel like they would be like, this is great. This is the good shit. They do Charlie Moore outdoors? Like, yeah, why can't we fish, do something? Right? <laughs> yeah, dude, they're killing shit all the time on yeah. there. He's he's sticking metal rods through fish's mouths, but we can't choke a dog. The fuck? <clears throat> Please make it happen. Yeah. I yeah, we gotta come up with uh now that we know that it's possible to do a name redacted podcast on Nesson during a Red Sox game, uh we've got to get in the lab. First of all, we gotta talk to the powers that be. Be like, hey, we're interested in in we want <laughs> we got boat crash money for the budget of this commercial. <laughs> like we want Michael Bay on this bitch and we're going to run it every time that the, the Red Sox game goes to break. We're going to do we're going to do 10 different commercials and a different one runs after every single commercial break. I think that's what we need more than anything. If we could get it every single break, like. No offense to Nesson, but we get used to the same commercials. We all have them yeah. almost memorized in our head at this point. Yeah. We should have that same kind of system going on. Yeah. Like you, you want to, you, you, it's like, it's a story. It's a continuous <clears throat> story where the, after the first inning, there's a commercial and that's the opening. And then after the second inning is the continuation from the first commercial. So it's like you watch the game, but like you can't you're thinking of like what what's going to happen next? Like, do like they, many episodes, like where do they buy this boat from? Where, you know, where do they get the like the bunny bones from that they're going to use to to throw off the police? So Nesson, please, please reach out to us. No, we can. This is not this is not a Nesson thing. This is a DraftKings thing. But we need to we need to come together here. They have to accept the content. No. Oh, I don't think so. Right. I mean, like, I'm sure that, like someone's like, yeah, it's fine. But is it just a paycheck? Like if we write the check, then it is what it is. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like that's how commercials work. Right. Like, they're at the, the brand. They're at the mercy of the FCC. Like we probably can't swear in them. But. Yeah, there's got to be a way to to do the commercial where. It's we have full creative control. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, when you make your nesting commercials, are you you're not controlling those? Not entirely. How are we going to control ours? I usually like the script. How are your acting skills? I'm a great actor. I'm actually very. I've acted in a few small productions, such as. Uh, it's been a bit, but um, the ugly duckling. Oh, the you're ugly, an ugly duckling, duckling in second yeah. grade. I was the ugly duckling. No way. I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? What you, like what? You're just like, oh, wow. Shocker. <laughs> like, no, no, oh. no. I, was, I was actually surprised. I was. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we did a, a piggy. A piggy. <laughs> what? No, I, I did an audition for that role. Funny yeah. enough. Yeah. Didn't seem like a good fit for me. <laughs> I, I did a, a play about teeth. When I was in uh, third grade, yeah. I played a chocolate bar, which was kind of ironic. I don't know why they, they chose to go that <laughs> give me, route. Me. <laughs> give me some lo- chocolate bar lights. I don't, it was like, oh, I'm going to give you a cavity. Mm. Oh, oh, oh. So it was, it was anti-chocolate propaganda. Yeah. Okay. Like, this was bad. Like, oh, yeah. God, if you eat this. And then, like, the little cavity guys would come out. Oh, I've been eating chocolate my whole life. I've never gotten a cavity. Not one? No. 
You've never had one cavity. I had a cavity when I like my old teeth. <laughs> my like that, that you don't just wipe it away because you can afford nice new teeth. No, 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 no. I'm saying like my kid teeth that fell out. Like I got a cavity in like my children ass teeth. But then like those fall out and then you have your adult teeth. So like, no, like I got a cavity, but they were like it was my fraud teeth. Did all your teeth fall out? Uh, I, I would assume so. Jake? Yeah. My baby teeth didn't fall out. They had to rip them out of my mouth. They had to rip all of your baby teeth out? Yeah, like a couple weeks before I got my braces, they took three of them out. That sounds like Uncle Cubby was just like... <laughs> no, hey, this was close Uncle Cubby. Take a look at them now, teeth there. <laughs> they were stuck in there. I had strong roots. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, they should use this for the commercial. You're pushing me to the edge today, Jared. I want I want someone we'll we'll hire a, a paid actor to be Uncle Cubby in the commercial. No, Uncle no one can play Uncle mm-hmm. Cubby. He was I a want, special character. I want Bullet. I want an an actor to be Bullet in the commercial. I want Uncle Cubby in the commercial. Just the whole Milliken verse. All the dead people? Yeah. Do I get to play myself? Yeah. Stuffy McGinnis. I I want someone to play me. How much does Jonah Hill cost? He's not... uh, He's not husky enough anymore. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you say? He's he's really slimmed down. Yeah, perfect. (laughs) Good timing for me. (laughs) <laughs> well, why he's a he's a method actor. He's gonna get into it. And he's way. didn't he get like in some hot water recently about like uh, trying to control his girlfriend uh, or something? Everyone's in hot water these days. Come on, yeah, come on. It's Jonah Hill. I don't know if you if I'd want him at the premiere of this commercial. You you don't want Jonah Hill in our commercial? No, I want I want. Uh, I told you this this podcast has a large contingency of female listeners, and I don't think that they would want Jonah Hill in the commercial. Jonah, people are that down on Jonah Hill right now. Mm-hmm. I need to find someone else to play me. Um, Clooney. We could probably just <laughs> we could probably just go to like uh, Office Max and uh, <laughs> we could probably just go to Office Max and just like glue some pubes on what's his name ryan preston ryan preston's face what do you mean pubes well like your beard is a is puby it's pubes glue pubes to someone's face that's what my beard looks like (laughs) yeah yeah it does this is, my, this is my least favorite episode ever, I think. What? It, it, this is Jake, awful. Jake, this is Jake, a great beard. Jake. Oh, what? don't bring Jake into this. Jake. Jake has a neck beard just like I do. I don't want to hear shit. I don't want to hear shit from Jake. Objectively speaking, what is what does Tyler's beard look like? It's a little puby. It's a little puby. I mean, it's not like totally like get up closer. Get up closer. It's here. like Mike Napoli. Oh my god. Don't <laughs> it's you Mike ever Napoli insult ass. Mike Napoli. It's Mike like Napoli that ass. No, it's not. Let me see. Come here. Get close. <laughs> it it's giving you've never rubbed your hand through my beard giving shoe bomb 
like it's shoot bomb. Yeah, the, what's the dude that um Ted Kl- Ted K- Kl- K- Klins- Kozlinski, the Unabomber, mm-hmm. Richard Reed. No, no. Who's this guy? Who's Ted Kozlink? I can't say his name. You got to know how to say it. Oh, I found it. Yeah, the Unabomber. What did I do to you? Is that his name? Ted Kaczynski? Yep. Kaczynski. Kaczynski. Ted Kaczynski. My beard Is there an L in there? This fucking dude. No, there's not an L in there. Okay, well, he had a beard like yours. Right? Unabomber. I'm going bald. Unabomber. I'm going fully bald. Unabomber images. What's so great? What's different about your beard compared to mine? Oh, my beard is awesome. See, all right. So his beard is... uh, Better. His beard is better than yours. It's it's bushy, though. It's bushy. It's like yours is a little bushy. It's more bushy. This is so Napoli-esque. It's such a... Your beard has nothing to do with... No, 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 no. Don't insult them. Type in Mike Napoli and look at that and tell me the difference. Uh, It's clean. It's trimmed. It's lined up. clean? No. What do you think's in my beard? God knows what's in it. You think I have termites in my beard? I think that you could do a... We'll work on it. I'll teach you. (laughs) I'm going to kill you. I mean, get in line. I'm I'm first in line. Mm. Mm. Just help help me help you. I just want I want your I want your beard. To, can I take you to my barber? No. I want. I, please let me take you to my barber. No. I, I'll pay. Oh for hi. It. Oh hi, Mister Jared's barber. Fix the pubes on my face. <laughs> yeah, but like you have a ch- it's thick enough. Just give just give me this one. Just give me this one time. I'll pay for it. It's not going to fix the styling of my hair. Yes, it is. Just trust me. Do you trust me? I want a man weave. Can can this barber do that? A what? Have you seen this? They can kind of glue it on top, whatever kind of hairstyle you oh, want. I want yeah. waves. They would like shave your head, right? And then put the yeah. fit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. He can do this. I will figure it out. I want like a Jason Tatum style haircut. I can't picture what his hair looks like. What do you mean? Jake, you know what I'm talking about. We're going to get you. We're going to get you something else. We're going to get you. uh... (laughs) We're going to get you like Seth Rollins' hair. Seth Rollins? Mm -hmm. No. No, Tyler. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna do Seth Rollins. You know what else we're gonna do? What? Turtle. Turtle.
The Clark's Ketchup Series MVP brought to you by Clark's Ketchup. Drizzle that ketchup. Uh, it's a, it's another, it's a, it's an interesting conversation because it's a two-game series. I don't know how many two-game series the Red Sox have swept this year. Have we had? We haven't had very many where the Red Sox won two of two. Can you no. think of, of any? The, the Red Sox Braves earlier in the year, but that was a split. That was a split. Uh, besides that, I don't even know if there's been any other two game series. Uh, let's see. Wasn't a single one in the month of June. No. The only one in May was that Brave series. Uh, that is all. That's it. That's it. That's all we had. Only two game series of the year have been the two Braves. Huh. Well, then that settles it. The uh, the Red Sox took two of two home and home, split the first time, and it is a sweep for the Boston Red Sox the second time around on this uh, uh, Tuesday Wednesday series. Let's get some uh, let's get some numbers going here, shall we? I don't know how much like rate stats work in a two game series, but we can do some counting stats for sure. Twenty six. Oh, twenty six. What's today? Twenty seventh. Yeah. Twenty fifth to the twenty sixth. Here we go. Okay. Um, <laughs> leading the team, Tristan Casas hit 500 in this series. Uh, he had an on base percentage of 667. That led the team. He slugged a thousand. That led the team. His OPS was 1667. That led the team. So, as promised, the counting stats. It is a big time, like five way tie for hits. Justin Turner had three. Devers had three. Wong had three. Casas had three. Yoshida had three. Um, let's go doubles. Justin Turner only hit two. I mean, he, uh, Justin Turner had the only double of the series for the Boston Red Sox. Um, home runs, no one leading the pack. It was Duvall, it was Devers, it was Casas. That was all tonight. And then Yoshida hit one last night. RBI, no standouts. Turner, Devers, Casas, and Yoshida all had two. Uh, extra base hits, no one had more than one. Total bases, a three-way tie with six. Devers, Casas, Yoshida. And that's that's where we that's where we leave this off. Um, them's the numbers. It's going to be an interesting vote, and I know who it's going to come down to. Um, so, without further ado. The Clark's Ketchup Series MVP. Voting panel. Coming in first. Dave O'Brien. It's going back to back. Tristan Casas. Tom Karen. 
I said second series in a row. He said, yep. Tristan Casas. Jemai Webster. It's back to back. Tristan Casas. Mm. Will Middlebrooks. He said, it's close. Let's go, JT. I literally flipped a quarter. <laughs> Justin Turner. Alex Cora. First, he said, houses, which is Casas. Then he said, JT was huge too. Then he says, JT for me. That double was the key. Justin Turner for our manager, Alex Cora. And then an audio submission. You know him, you love him. Will Fleming and Loomer Loney. All right, here we go again. Clark's Ketchup Series MVP and the most special guest of all. Loomer's with me. Yeah. Uh, we're getting our pajamas on for the Charter West and Lou. Uh, there are so many heroes from tonight's game. The Red Sox just take both from the best team in baseball. Uh, I know you've got one thought. I've got another. I'll yeah. let you. I'll, I'll give you the floor. First off, I can't believe they just took two from the Atlanta Braves. Like, honest to God, like you're all sitting here. I'm sitting here saying, you know, if you split with these guys, the best team in baseball and you just won two straight. OK, so let's move on. I'm going Justin Turner. Oh! And because tonight I felt like it was gravy. And I know last night was it one for three, a couple of runs scored, a couple of walks. It's just it's Justin Turner. Tonight, that double today, you know, that put the Red Sox up by one, I think was just huge. So I'm going to go Justin Turner because he's an absolute fucking stud. And that's just how I roll. <laughs> I thought about Turner. I thought about Pavetta because they don't win that game yesterday without him. What a weapon he's become. I'm going Casas, though, because to me, I mean, look, Rafi hits the Casas. home run that gets him going. Very few people hit that thing out. But I, yeah. I really thought, Lou, that that swing from Casas after a couple other great at-bats against Strider, I thought that was the moment where this ballpark and that dugout started to believe yeah he's a pig i mean there's no question about it and i have no problem with you going there i mean because he's an absolute monster right now and pretty soon we're gonna not just see yoga on the field we might see naked yoga because he's going that good he can do whatever the fuck he wants now lastly lou <laughs> everything is viewed through the trade deadline it's hard to be in this ballpark tonight yeah. against the atlanta braves yeah. with the swings you get and the bullpen outs and not think it is time if not to make a significant ad this team is worth hanging with am i the only one thinks Hein Bloom is sweating right now. I mean, you just swept the best team in baseball. You know, you're sitting there game, game and a half out. Like, you got to do something. Like, you you have to do something. Huh? Big road trip. We all know going out west, not easy. San Fran, Seattle, good teams. Not great. Good teams. But you got to do something. And all we will be together for all six of those. Thanks, Lou. You got it, Will. Wow. What a combo. Need more of it. Yeah. I, I mean, the people love it. The people love the Will Fleming uh, audio submissions. You throw in some Loomer. The boys are cracking blue moons in the background. Fire me up. Fire me up, boys. And now it's down to us. Jake, what's the tally at right now? Uh, we got four for Casas, three for Turner. Wow. All right. So it's a lot tighter than I thought. Wow. No Coley, no Uke. 
Coley didn't answer. You didn't answer. So it comes down to the three of us here. Um, you know what? I am going to go to Tyler first. Uh, I don't even have to think about it. I'm going Tristan Casas. Wow. Obviously the big homer tonight. Yesterday, he kind of started everything in the first inning for the offense. In a game you won 7-1, to one, that walk set the tone. And he also hit into a triple play, which somehow we didn't talk about enough. You know, that triple play, first time it's happened since like 1880 or something like that. So even making a little bad history, but overall, I'm taking Tristan Casas. He's the spark for the lineup right now. Hottest hitter in baseball. Man. It's really tough with two-game series because... <sighs> Fuck. Jake, who do you got? I got Justin Turner. Wow! I, I agree on just how big that double was. You're down one of the best team in baseball in the seventh inning, and second and third with two outs, you just rip one off the monster. It's, it's just a fucking great moment, so I got him. So what's the tally now? Five for Costas, four for Turner. Oh. Holy shit. God, I hate having all the power. You know the right answer, Jared. In this moment, I don't know that I do know the right answer. Like, I feel very strongly for both cases. Before like you looked at the numbers, did you have a, a name you were set on? Um, no, for, for the reasons that you gave. Like, the bases loaded walk, the home run tonight. But that, I mean, two-run double? If that doesn't happen, does Duvall hit that home run? I don't know. It's the butterfly effect. I don't know. I don't know that Duvall... Hits that home run and makes it a tie game in the, in the ninth or the eighth or whatever the fuck. It was the eighth, right? Yeah, it was the eighth. Oh, man. This is the hardest one I think I've ever encountered. But I think because it's kind of Coley's rule, rule of thumb. Impacting both games. You can't know. run from it. If you if you have a big RBI in both games, you can't ignore that. Back to back! Yes! Tristan Casas! Yes. yes! Clark's catch-up series MVP! He's done it again! He has done it again. Back to back. Drizzling that ketchup. Tristan Casas. Wow. Incredible. That is quite the feat. I don't I can't recall a back to back. I'm sure it's happened. No. This year? Maybe not this year, but um I think it's happened. Had to happen at one point. Someone just getting extremely hot. But I think Tristan Casas right now, he is at the middle of everything that's going on. 
There's no ignoring that. It feels like every night he has a moment where he's just getting on base two or three times. Even if he's not hitting something hard. There's two walks. There's a blooper. It's an every night affair. I, uh, I, I explained it on Baseball is Dead this morning. But, like, you know, Lou's talking about the routine and, uh, like, the sunbathing and the yoga and all this shit. I'm, I'm assuming what I saw was, like, an, uh, an exercise to, like, stretch out his wrists or something, maybe. I don't know. But <clears throat> I, was, I was sitting in Josh Winkowski's dugout, and they've got the poles in the dugout, right? Like that just hold up the roof and we're just sitting there chilling and Casas just like walks up the stairs and then he's he's got a bat in his hands and I'm like, I don't have anything to like kind of fully explain it. Like, let me see if I can use this. Yeah, I got this this mic arm. I'll show you <laughs> what he did. So he goes up to. Goes up to the pole, right? And he just puts his bat against the pole. And he just is like rubbing the bat like around the pole like this. Slowly? Slowly like that. And yeah, just like, I don't know. It was, I've never seen anyone do it before. I don't know. I don't know. For how long? You, no more than 20 seconds, maybe 30 seconds. Yeah, it's very, I don't know. He just, he came up. He like was doing this to the pole with his bat. And then he finished and went back down to the clubhouse. And we were just like, all right, see you, Tristan. <laughs> like, I don't, he's got so many just random. It, I don't know if it's like a ritual or if it was something where he was stretching out his wrists, but I've never seen it before. I've never seen it before. I'd kill just to sit with him and see what his whole pregame pregame routine is. I want to watch him watch film, like even in like the batter's box, or not even the batter's box when he's like out there just taking swings before coming up to a bat. Like people have noticed, he's done weird ass things out there where he has like the donut, like in a very what was it at the very top of the bat or whatever yeah. it was, and people are making fun of him for it. Like I don't I know, it. it just everything is it. weird. Yeah. He's just a weird dude. He's just different. He's just he. People aren't used to this cat doing what he does. Um, but back-to-back Clark's Ketchup Series MVPs for Tristan Casas. Incredible. In his rookie season. People forget he's a rookie still. When everyone wanted... Uh, whenever, when a lot of people... I won't say everyone. When a lot of people were crapping on him. Look at him now. July, he is at the middle of everything going on. Mm-hmm. He's the straw that stirs a drink. Um. Okay. Uh, what else do we have left? We have stop and shop. And that's it. Think so. Jake, you have any other thoughts on the Brave series? No, nah, I mean, I guess as far as Costas goes, like if he's gonna keep putting them fifteen rows deep to dead and center every night, like he can do whatever the fuck he wants. To quote <laughs> Will Fleming. That was great. I I hope Will enjoys doing the voice submissions because now he's stuck. Like he's got to do them now. Like you can't stop now. The subreddit will revolt. 
Yeah. You can't just you can't just give us that and then take it away. Especially since it's a it's a it's a it's a nice treat. You only have to do it when the Red Sox win a series, but if the Red Sox win a series, it's like give me a little something, something. I feel like you just don't get that out of team broadcasters, like be that open. Uh, But if I am shouting out one person, it is Yu Chang as well, who say what you will about him. Obviously, I know the bat is never that great since the All Star break. 250 batting average, like the OPS overall is 836. He's just hitting some tanks. He's had a game or a stretch with four RBIs in four straight games. Yu Chang's giving you everything you could ask for until Trevor Story's back. So shout out to him. He doesn't get enough love. Two stolen bases on top of that. I'm thankful to have Yu Chang on my team. Mm. Shout out to Yu Chang. Thank, hashtag thank you, you. Chang gang. Hashtag thank you, you. That's. Or what about thank you? Just why you? No. You know, that's good. No. Thank, thank you, you. No, that's as many. No, nope. Jake, no, what it's it like, what it's be? thank you. Like, why? Oh, Jake, what do you think? Why you, Jake? What do you think it should be? Tyler's one sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Tyler, I would tell you if it was good. I trust you. You wouldn't lie to me. Yeah, I. I would never steer you wrong. Never do it. Not once. Wouldn't dream of doing it. But, uh. Red Sox team plane is steering its way to San Francisco right now. A lot of heroin needles in San Francisco. Is that what planes do? Yeah, they fly. Mm-hmm. That looks good. Uh, so there, there are some people at Fenway. I was there last night. There are some people at Fenway that are excited about Tyler's first Red Sox game. And like, like I never been to Fenway Park before. To those people, I said, don't get your hopes up. Don't get your hopes up. What does that mean? It means I won't believe it until I see it, Tyler. Listen, I'm going to be at Fenway. Mm-hmm. I think I said the game last podcast. I'm going to be there in the next week, uh, 10 days, call it. How many times have you been this year? Zero. I, Zero. I have not been yet this year. Last year, I went to, you know, three, four games. I was out there. Zero. It doesn't count if I don't see you. What day of the week did you say you were going? Saturday. The 5th? Correct. That's that's the day of SummerSlam. Big day. It's a huge day. But I'll be there. I'm going to come. I'm going to give you a, I'll come say hi. I'll actually, I think I'll be there with Steve. Oh, I have to meet Steve in person. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's like a. Why do I have Felger's birthday in my calendar? What a guy. Is that also August 5th? August 6th is Mike Felger's 63rd birthday, it says. Jesus. Is he that old? I guess so, yeah. That's what it says. I don't know why that's in my calendar, but it is. I'll get him a gift. You're going to have to. That'll impress him. He'll be like, how did you know that? be like... In Jared's calendar, (laughs) (laughs) I will be at Fenway August 5th. Mm -hmm. If you see me, say what's up. I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna tweet out your location. 
you act like people are going to be walking up to come see me. If I tweet out your location, I think they will be. Be like, hey, it's Tyler's first game. This is this is Tyler Milliken. Here's a picture of him. If you see him, make sure you ask him for a picture. And- I'm going to get jumped. You're going to get me jumped. People, why people like you? We'll see. I, yeah. I come off very. Uh, I look a lot different in person. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, I look a lot taller and cooler. Uh, yeah, you're you're definitely taller in person. You think so? Yeah. I was at a game uh, last May or so. Mm-hmm. I was already on the podcast. I went undetected for an entire game. I mean, that was your second month on the job. That's true. That's true. We'll see. I don't. Do we even have like a YouTube channel then? Yeah, maybe. Yes, we had a YouTube channel. All right, relax, dude. <laughs> we'll see. Tyler may go undercover at the game. That I will make sure that doesn't happen. I'm going to say, hey, seventh inning, meet and greet, section, whatever. Come <laughs> It'll be like Frank the Tyler. Tank getting getting yeah. escorted out by Fedway security. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to do an exclusive Millican meetup. The Millican meetup on Saturday, August 5th at Fenway Park. The militia knows what's good. Fifth inning. Top of the fifth. Why the fifth inning? I don't know, dude. If they're fucking losing, then there's still time to come back. Still gives people time to get to the park. If they're winning, it feels good. Okay. I'll throw a couple of drinks down. It's like, all right, I'll go back to my seats in the seventh. I'm down for anything. I'm ready for the Fenway Park experience. Yeah, people are going to, we're going to do a Millican meetup. I don't, that's a lot of pressure. Do you want to be on this podcast or not? I do, but why does it matter if no one shows up? Then it's then it's embarrassing. Why wouldn't people show up? Imagine if people like I'm good. I'm I'm good on Tyler Milligan today. All right, we'll offer a five thousand dollar cash prize to every person that comes and takes a picture with you. Okay, I like that five thousand dollars. Yeah, that makes me feel great. Like five bucks, like a coupon. A coupon for what? Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not giving away five thousand dollars, but like a Chick Fil A coupon. No, five thousand dollars to every person that comes up and takes a picture with you, cash, for the people. What do I get? Nothing. Who cares? <laughs> the experience. Yeah, you get the you get to experience what it's like to be Jake. That's what it's like to be Jake. Mm-hmm. It's a good life, Jake. They don't get $5,000 when they meet Jake. No. no so they, I'm way they, better. They pay $5,000 to meet Jake. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That's, he's got it like that. Yikes. You'll get go there. wrong. You'll get there. Five grand. It's kind of like, uh, like giving away $5,000 to each person that comes and gets a picture with you. That's that's kind of like an advertising budget. It's like we're we're built we're spending to build the Millican brand, you know. I want a stand. You know how there's like merchandise stands. Uh-huh. I want a Tyler Milliken stand. All right, we got to take a break and talk about Zin nicotine pouches. 
We're always talking about what a team needs to get to number one, but Zinn nicotine pouches are already there. Zinn has helped millions of people achieve lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. If you're a smoker or you're a dipper looking to make a change, look no further than Zinn. Zinn is made with six simple ingredients and is available in a wide range of varieties, including spearmint, citrus, and even coffee. And it's available in two strengths so you can control your nicotine satisfaction. Because it's discreet, you can enjoy it anywhere, anytime, so you never have to miss a moment of the game. Plus, every can of Zinn earns you points towards premium items like tailgating gear, top-of-the-line tech, Zinn swag, even gift cards. Find your Zinn at your local convenience store or online at Zinn.com. That's Zinn, Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Let's look ahead. Stop and Shop, look ahead. Brought to you by Stop and Shop. Head on down to Stop and Shop. Use the promo code section 10 to get 10 cents off each one of your tangerines when you buy at least five pounds of tangerines only at Stop and Shop um, with the promo code section 10, of course. Uh, as always, don't listen to Dallas Braden, who tries to tangerine shame everyone that's out there. It's ridiculous. Uh, Cutter Crawford versus Logan Webb. Uh, the Red Sox, of course, are off on Thursday tomorrow. Uh, this is a weekend series. 10-15. Yikes. 10-15 Friday night game. Cutter Crawford versus Logan Webb. I love Logan Webb. Good dude. Good dude. Good golfer. Good golfer. Uh, James Paxton versus uh anthony de scalfani that is a 715 start on fox saturday uh and then sunday red sox have not named a starter for sunday but you have ross stripling going for the giants <clears throat> that's a four o'clock game um okay cutter crawford four and five a 404 era a 112 whip and an 8.7 strikeouts per nine this is the same as last time i've already gone over these numbers because he got bumped right who do you get bumped for who cutter bumped yeah yeah he was in the last stop and shop look ahead and he got bumped for no he wasn't for this series no for uh the brave series no it was always bayo coming off fraternity then pavetta in the bullpen originally it was supposed to be chris murphy a lot of people thought was going to start the bullpen or be the follower that game Uh. are you sure i think you're thinking of the previous series with paxton when is the last time the cutter pitched it was that friday and then paxton pitched saturday that was Paxton versus Scherzer, right? Okay, whatever. Um, <clears throat> yeah, sweeper is dominant. This, all this, all this information, I'm almost certain, was the last time. Like I read this information for a series that he got. He got bumped when it. When yeah, he it, he last pitched Friday against the Mets. Paxton was Saturday. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because he it was a short. Yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, it's basically all the same shit. It's all the same shit. Uh, let's talk about Logan Webb. Logan Webb, eight and eight, three forty eight ERA, one twelve whip, nine point one strikeouts per nine. 
He leads Major League Baseball in shutouts, innings pitched, and walks per nine. Outside of the COVID season, he has had his best career whip and strikeouts per nine. Uh, but he is coming off of his worst start by far. It was only lasted an inning and a third, five hits, six earned runs, one walk, two strikeouts, gave up a homer. Uh, game score for this start was 21. His previous career low was 36. Uh, this is the only game all year that he failed to complete five innings and he didn't even complete two innings. Uh, he's thrown seven innings and in 11 of his 21 starts. He's allowed that. That's crazy that people are already up to like 20 something starts. Like this, this season has flown by so far. Uh, he has allowed four earned runs six times this year. Uh, he actually jumped some miles per hour this year, going from 91.8 in 2022 to, uh, uh, 93 this year. Good for him. Is a sinker. It's still his most gettable pitch. 327 batting, 515 slug, 8% whiff. So you might want to go and attack the sinker. Um, none of his pitches have a whiff rate above 29%. <clears throat> He's good uh, by not walking people. And getting them to chase 84th percentile and chase rate. The Giants are 10 and 11 when he starts and two and three in his last five. Uh, James Paxton. This is how he's followed up his worst start of the whole year. Six innings, three hits, two earned runs, seven strikeouts, did not allow a home run, got the win. Uh, the only two times all year Paxton has allowed more than two earned runs. He's walked three plus batters. And that's not a coincidence uh, in his start. In his last start, the cutter was the difference. 27% usage. Um, 33.3% whiff rate. Average exit velocity was 73.6%. Uh, that's his best average exit velocity on any pitch all year. Um, Red Sox are six and six when he starts, and three and one in his last four. Uh, D. Scalfani, four and eight, four eighty-eight ERA, one twenty-five WHIP. Uh, this is ninth year in the big leagues. Had a good uh 2019 with the Reds, three eighty-nine ERA, four forty-three FIP. Um. Outside of that, he's been fairly abysmal, <laughs> including this year. Um, when your whip is 125 for the year, you assume that's bad, but it's actually better than your career average. Um, he's been awful in July. Fuck. Three starts, nine and a third, 15 hits, 11 earned, 10 strikeouts, six bombs, a 1061 ERA, a 1046 FIP, and a 1254 OPS against. Uh, lefties have an 815 OPS against them and righties have 715. Um, <clears throat> Giants are nine and 10 when he pitches and one and three in his last four. Understandably so. Uh, then you have Ross Stripling and he stinks. Oh, and four, a 577 ERA, a 137 whip and a seven strikeouts per nine. Uh, Red Sox fans should have fond memories of Stripling on the 2018 Dodgers. Outside of an incomplete 2022 season, this is the worst year of Stripling's career. Uh, he has a career ERA of 393, nearly two runs better than his season ERA. Uh, in 15 games, 10 starts, he's only completed five innings five times. Uh, in his 10 starts, 0-4, a 532 ERA, a 132 whip. Uh, the strikeouts, strikes out 9.9 .9 per nine out of the bullpen. Uh, so something's clearly missing here. He's 95th percentile in walk rate. Otherwise, uh, the only events on Savant, he's not in dark blue, is uh, exit velocity, 56th. He throws the slider, change up four seam 80% of the time. 
Uh, Giants are three and twelve when he pitches, three and seven when he starts, and one and five in his last six appearances. Uh, again, the Red Sox not named a starter for Sunday. So prediction time: Cutter Crawford versus Logan Webb. It is James Paxton versus Anthony DiScalfani, and uh, name redacted versus Ross Stripling. Who who do you see going on Sunday? If you kind of space it out in your head, right? Like we had Pavetta on Tuesday, mm-hmm. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You'd kind of be on five days rest. Nikki P. If they want to go that route. Smooches? Could be. Or they'll have the option of Chris Murphy. It's kind of whatever way they want to play it. Mm-hmm. The days off this week put you in a good position with that stuff. Yeah. Where they probably can even be a little bit more flexible with it. Because the following week, they're off. Are they off Tuesday? Duh. Yeah. No, yeah, no. Let's look. No, they are. No, they're playing Seattle. Yeah, they're off next Thursday. Excuse me. Uh, So, yeah, they have flexibility here with how they can kind of play the string out. But on Sunday, yeah, why not? You kind of look at it. They can pick between Chris Murphy or Nick Pavetta based on the matchup. Right. But they are going to be a lot, by the way. He's been ridiculous. As much as credit we give to Pavetta for everything he's been doing. Chris Murphy, a guy who couldn't start in AAA, you know, was struggling. Probably didn't help that Jorge Alfaro was his catcher as well. But for him to come up and have a sub-2 ERA, are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm a big Chris Murphy guy. I know the, the AAA numbers weren't outstanding or anything, uh, but he's he's gotten the job done and then some at the big league level. So shout out to Chris Murphy as well. Uh, okay, prediction time. Uh, what do you got, Jake? I got a sweep this weekend. You do? Oh, yeah. How confident are you in the sweep? Very confident. I okay. think they win all three. Okay. All right. So Jake's got a sweep. Tyler, you're not allowed to pick a sweep. So. No, no. No. Oh. I'm, I feel weird. Obviously, the Giants playing a little bit better now that they went and played Oakland, but everyone plays good against Oakland. Before that, they had lost six in a row. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, to the Reds, obviously, they're playing well. They're having a good year. The Nationals and Tigers were the other games. I don't know. I, I think the Red Sox are hot right now. I'll take two out of three, but I'm still not fully comfortable. I want to keep this like hot streak going. I still fear there's a letdown coming that's going to end up pissing me off. That's the old Red Sox. I don't disagree, but I think if there's a trade deadline move during that as well, we could also be sparking things up a little bit here. They're going to get high. Yes, very high. They're in San Francisco. That's true. That's the highest I ever got in my life was in San Francisco. It's the best weed. Apparently. Callie Cush. Died. 420. Good. I'll never forget it. 420, 2019. I'll never forget it. it was, I would never smoke weed. It's the highest I've ever been in my life. And I don't I don't really smoke often, if hardly ever. But when you're yeah. in San Francisco with Dallas Braden on 420, you don't have a choice. <laughs> You do not have a choice. Um, okay. So I'm going to go two out of three. And I think I'm going loss, win, win. Yeah, I, I'm going to double down with you there. I think they lose the Cutter Crawford start. Paxson has a really strong start going into the deadline, even though I don't think he's going anywhere at this point. And they once again find a way to win a bullpen game. Mm. Yeah, I think we go loss, win, win. By the way, I don't even think I, I showed you guys. But the Red Sox lottery complete list 
was revealed on the Section 10 Reddit. Did you see that? I, I was scrolling through it. Mm. Yeah. Someone asked for it, and I was just like, here you go. Why not? I guess it can't really hurt, right? I uh, I told Jason Veritek that he was the Red Sox lottery for the last episode. Couldn't give less of a fuck. I was like, I was like, Tech, I was like, we do, we have this like segment. We do like Red Sox lottery and like, you know, we talked about you for like five minutes. And he was just like. Cool. And then he just <laughs> left. left. That makes me feel good, though. That's Jason Veritek. If he was into it, it would make me a little uncomfortable. Yeah, it would ruin no. the mystique. Yeah, he's like, oh, nice. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Catherine Veritek tweeted that uh, what Schilling said is not true. About oh, the, about the we don't drill 260 hitters bitch thing. Like, so we played the clip from the interview for I think it was 2015 or 2016, where Schilling said that um, the text said we don't drill 260 hitters bitch or whatever. And Catherine said, that's not true. That did not happen. He did not say that. So that's even wilder because obviously that day everyone was posting like the clip of him and a rod. Mm. And there were so many people who used that quote in their tweets or posts. Yeah. They'd be like, this is still my favorite line in like baseball history. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Yeah. Well, ruined. Catherine said did not happen. And then there was some fucking Twinkie dick in my mentions being like more lies from jared carabas spreading lies and but i'm like bro i didn't i did not say that kurt schilling said that yeah well you you played the clip and blah blah i'm like yeah 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 i played the clip of schilling saying it yes you got a better source yeah the dude was literally <laughs> standing right there like it's not like i asked the fucking peanut guy Hey, I know that you were in like, you know, section 20 in the 15th row, but did you hear what he said? Did you hear him? Oh, I think he that said, is- we don't drill 260. Like, Kurt Schilling was literally standing right there. So, I don't, I mean, <laughs> I I believe Catherine. So, God. yeah. So, yeah, offer up a little clar- clarification. Um, but, yeah. Jake, how pumped are you that my upload is 99% right now? It's just the best news of the night. <laughs> it really is. This thing has a mind of its own. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm happy for you because I know what that means for a, for an editor, for a producer, for editing video. That's huge. That's just huge. Um, Tyler, do you have any do you have any final thoughts before we all get head off to to dreamland? Hmm. Actually, yes, I do. Oh, please. Shout out to the Red Sox. Uh, Fangraphs updated their farm system rankings today. Came oh, in at number five in all of baseball. That is not uh, they where do, I thought do you were going to go. Oh, well, where'd you think I was going? Shout out to Fangraphs. For the first time all year, the Red Sox have higher playoff odds than the, than the New York Yankees. That's sexy. What is it? 32% or 33%? Something like that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Red Sox are now number five in their uh, farm system rankings, so. Stocks going up. Roman Anthony hit another home run tonight. Saw that. Himes kind of clicking on every cylinder. Mm-hmm. Can't really hate on it. Mm-hmm. The Legion of Bloom. Oh God. What? Great Twitter account. They got good tweets. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, it's like the Bluminati, but it's different. 
cooler upgraded yeah the legion of bloom is a less brainwashed version of the bluminati bluminati is very 2021 yeah matured version yeah this is like a this is like a a, a mature adult bluminati it's the legion of bloom follow yeah. the account yeah don't fall Great account. Uh, Jake's takes. I've started trying to uh, mix boat crash money in a daily conversation with people. <laughs> like my my dad last night was like, "Oh, Jake, you see the Celtics extended Jalen Brown?" I was like, "Yeah, they really gave him boat crash money," <laughs> and he was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> but yeah, so we got work to do. But I, I think it needs to become a, a household phrase. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, it's it's really. We got to get the merch game going again. Like I, I really feel like we can push the narrative with merch. Like, what happened to Bullet T-shirt? Uh, boat crash money. Just I would love a boat crash money T-shirt. Josh Winkowski's dugout would go crazy. I mean, I might just make that on my own, just to <laughs> wear it, just to wear it in the dugout. Josh Winkowski's dugout. And then he walks by. If I'm sitting down and he walks by, stand up and salute. Respect. You think that's going to happen? No, for me. I'm going to oh. show respect. Yeah. Because you're about respect. Not everyone is. Jared, respect, Carabas. That's what they call me. If I walked by you, I, I'd acknowledge you and speak to you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. Boat Crash Money t-shirt would go hard. <laughs> I just want I just want a t-shirt. That's just like all just like dollar bills all over it. And it just says boat crash money on it. <laughs> Make it happen. Boat crash money. Yeah. We'll make a list. We'll make a list. We got it. We got to get the, the, the t-shirt machine going again. And we got to work on this live show. Are we going to, are we going to do the, the New York thing or not? I know Tyler is going to say, Oh, I don't know. I, gotta... I do. I have to get off of work. You work on weekends. I work on Fridays. Fridays. Oh, Fridays. I have a job. I have to go to work on Friday. Yeah, I got to go to work on Friday. I work every day, dude. I work every day. So you want a cookie? Get Matt McCarthy to cover for you, and we'll figure it out. It's not that simple. I got to get coverage for my producer job and then the baseball hour as well. Someone will do it. Don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. Jake, if you know anyone, let me know. Or we could just do it on Saturday. That's a possibility, too. Yeah. Take a little PJ out Friday night. What's your excuse then, Bozo? I'll be picking up all the napkins because I take accountability, unlike others. That's... Are you talking about bail? No. No. Okay. That's you, J-Dog. Jake didn't do anything. Nah. Not that J-Dog. Jeremy? He hasn't been... No. Fuck him. The audio was fine. It was fine. He's dead to me. It's messed up. Talking to you, pubes beard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're lashing out now. <laughs> End it. <laughs> End it. <laughs> Cut the music. All right. We'll be back on Sunday. I never know what day it is anymore. We'll be back on Sunday to talk about the 
uh, Red Sox Giant series. And if the Red Sox, uh, depending on uh, depending on what you guys' schedule is, if there's like a big trade that happens over the weekend, I'm down to do an emergency podcast. Or if Fuck it's yeah. just like a little something minor, just, you know, a little uh, Big Looch. What did I say? What's his name? Big Looch. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if, we, if not like a... <laughs> it's already on Twitter. Joey already tweeted it under my tweet trying to write up a scouting report as we did the podcast. <laughs> did he really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, all right, yeah. If, if they make a big trade on like... Uh, big, oh, Big Loosh. Yes, there we go. Yeah, Big Loosh. <laughs> um, <coughs> uh, all right, we'll be back on Sunday. Okay, bye. Buenas noches, amigos.